0: on this fan mail friday you asked who should take the lead on this team i'm looking at you mike trout it's time and it's time to get locked on with mike and john and this is
1: locked on you are locked on angels your daily los angeles angels podcast Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team
0: every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcast, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's show is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to BirdDogs.com slash LockedOnMLB or enter our promo code. Locked on MLB for a free water bottle with any order. You don't want to take these bird dogs off. They're that comfortable
1: hey thanks for being here for this episode of locked on angels where it's your team every day you've got the Fresh brothers here with you aka the super halo bros my name is john and that's my brother mike and my name is mike and that's my brother
0: john and johnny hey. i just want you to know i appreciate the fireside chats with mike on locked on angels but it's so much better with you on the <laughs> show I, just
1: want to I i apologize for the power going out on sunday i apologize for uh, doing something else besides watching the Angels on Wednesday. Don't night apologize. To see, Going to see the Counting Crows and Dashboard was a brilliant <laughs> idea, <laughs> and I did brilliant. it on Game Time too. I know they're not sponsoring today's show, but Game Time, a great sponsor. So, Heck yeah, some concert tickets on Game Time instead of Angel tickets. Heck uh, yeah! Hey, listen, we know that they played the Guardians last night, and of course, we're gonna recap that entire series on Monday. Mike and I like to make sure we have enough time for Fan Mail Friday on Fridays. And we'll recap games one through four, Thursday through Sunday on Monday for you. So if you're looking for what happened in the Guardians game last night, well, we'll have that for you on Monday. In the meantime, Mike, let's go to our first voicemail of the day because it is Fan Mail Friday. This one comes from, hey, somebody who lives near me, Ken in Pasadena.
2: Hey, guys, Ken from Pasadena, and I'm just tired of seeing the Angels losing all the time. A um, couple, just a couple of comments. I, mean, I really agree with you about the team desperately needing leadership. Um, I don't understand why someone hasn't sat down Rendon and said, look, don't be a jerk. And um, you know, just sit them down and say, if you don't want to say anything, just don't say anything. You don't need any of this snark like you no know, hobbling glass and all, all that kind of stuff. Or at least give a short answer. We know you don't like to talk to the um to the media I wonder about Neto, I love him. I think he's great, um great player, great attitude, and I think he's got the potential to be a leader, but he can't carry it by himself. Uh, maybe ohapi can can tag team with him or you know join the leadership with him. Um, I don't understand trout as a leader. I've never seen him much as a leader, um, maybe he does it in a quiet way, but I don't ever recall seeing him holding the, holding anybody on a team. Accountable, You know, I think it's great Nevin had a, had a team meeting to try and get some, do something, but, you know, he just came out with the same answers. Everybody's trying hard. It'll be okay. We just get some bad breaks. Um, I think what he really needs to do is have a no-holds-barred meeting. Anybody can say anything, you know, with no repercussions, and just tell the media, hey, what, stays, what, what gets said behind closed doors needs to stay behind closed doors. You know, we've got a lot to do, and uh, we're going to work it out. I uh, love, love what you guys are doing, and um, I don't know what to think about the rest of this season. Mike,
1: Ken in Pasadena, thanks for your voicemail, my friend. Mike, I feel like he just is lamenting everything that you and I and all Angel fans have felt all season long, especially regarding Rendon, who hit off a tee, by the way, yesterday and ran Hooray. on a treadmill. So good job, Tiny. Great, great job getting out <laughs> there, and uh, uh, really glad that you're getting back out there. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I love a lot of what Ken had to say. Well, what's with the le- the lack of leadership and accountability on this team? He talked about Phil yeah. Nevin in the meeting, and it was just kind of the same answers. What's up with that? You know, Ken should be the manager. Uh, that's what I took away from that phone call. <laughs> yes.
0: Great, great stuff. Great wisdom, Ken. Listen, I, I I really appreciated the connection to like Mike Trout and being the quiet leader. But he can't be the quiet leader anymore, Johnny. No, He's got to be the vocal leader. And and when he gets in front of the media, you know, it's, it's tough. And yeah, it's hard and those types of things. And I get that he is who he is. But I think behind closed doors, I think this guy's got to be a vocal leader. He's got to be the hype guy. He's got to stir up. Or if he's not going to be that guy, then he has to go and find other guys to help him or to take the lead. And mm-hmm. I think that that's where... Logan O'Happy and Zach Neto can actually really step up. They're guys that you can build a culture around. You can build a team around. And I think Mike Trout is the perfect guy to take them under his wing. I mm. even think that somebody like Mickey Moniak could be the yeah. fire starter for this team, right? I talked about Zach Netto on yesterday's show, and I think he might be the straw that stirs the drink. I know it's a small sample size, but perhaps it's Moniak and Ohoppy and Neto that can actually mm-hmm. be that. And I think Mike Trout can fire them up. And the reason why I threw hoppy in there, Johnny, is because did you see two nights ago, he's sitting in the dugout and he's yeah. just watching everything. It's similar to what Zach Neto did last year. Just- yep watching everything i think Neto did it this year as well yeah and just disappointed in how this team has performed and what it showed us is that there's a deep desire to win and they actually care yeah and i think that the pitchers on this team actually really respect logan ohapi we saw it at the beginning of the year when shohei wanted him to actually be the catcher yeah that would go out there on opening day and would catch him and so i think that mike trout needs to do what those guys before him did for him. I'm talking about like the, the Tory hunters and the Albert Pujolses, right? Mm -hmm. I know they came up around the same time or came in around the same time, Albert and Mike, but I think that those leaders that came onto this team need to do the same thing that, that they need to do for, for Trout and Trout needs to actually do that. I'll get my words right. Trout needs to actually do that for these young guys on this team because they need a leader. They need somebody to inspire them. They need somebody to invite them to the table. And Trout has all the authority. He is the angel guy right now he's mr angel and so it's time for him to step up and be the leader do you agree do you disagree
1: i totally agree with you and i feel like i have a theory on what is going on with mike trout and and i like to call it this i have brought it up on this show before but i like to call it little brother syndrome mike hmm. and and this isn't your fault it's just t- purely psychological but you and i played softball together f- in a church league And it was a blast. We had so much fun. I learned how to play better during that time. I always, I I never was very good unless you weren't playing with me. Mm -hmm. Then (laughs) I would make diving catches in the outfield and I'd be hitting triples and all of these things. And, And for some reason, something in my brain like, let me calm down and let loose because, hmm. because you weren't there. And again, you didn't do anything. It was just like, Oh, my big brother's here. I gotta, I gotta do well. I gotta perform. I don't know what was going on in my head, but when other people asked me to sub on their team, I'd crush it. I remember and, that and it, too. Cause
0: you would end up being like the MVP of the game. And we're like, where's that John for our team? Come right? on.
1: <laughs> and, and, and here's why I bring that up. I think when Mike Trout got there, this, this has been going on his whole career. He got there. Torrey Hunter was the leader, took him under his wing. Mm -hmm. Great. Trout's a rookie. That's fine. And then Albert Pujols was the leader. And then Justin Upton is the leader because he's the veteran. And now Mike Moustakis, who's only been there since June, seems to be doing more in that locker room for the young guys than than Trout's done this entire time. And someone needs to tell Mike Trout, you can't be the quiet leader anymore. Mike, we want you in the room because you're not like everybody else. We have enough voices who often say the same things or do the same stuff. You're different, Mike. We want you at the table, and we want you in the room, and we want you to help these young guys along, whether you're hurt or not. doesn't matter if he's playing on the field or not. He can still be a mentor to Mickey Moniak and Zach Neto and Ohapi. Those guys probably are, are – Dying to to yes. sit at the tree yes. at the feet of Mike Trout, right? Who right. wouldn't want that? And right. and Mike Trout, he can't be like Jon Snow on Game of Thrones and say, I don't want it because that's, <laughs> that's that he didn't want the he didn't want the throne. And and I think yeah. Mike Trout needs the throne, and I think that he deserves the throne. So step up and sit in the Iron Throne, Mike, and be yeah. the leader that you're supposed to be. And and mentioning what Ken brought up in his voicemail, they need to establish a locker room culture, and Mike Trout needs to be part of that process because Preach. Rendon can't behave the way that he's been behaving. Yes. Whether he likes Sam Blum or not is neither here nor there. Right. We just need some answers. And nobody got the answers about Rendon being on a treadmill or or taking hitting off of a tee yesterday from him. It was just, "Hey, this is happening. We saw it." But it's not just a bad look for Rendon. It's it's a bad look for the whole team, the coaching, yeah. the yeah. leadership, the management, all of that it it reflects poorly On a poorly run organization, and you have the most humble, awesome, signs every autograph for all the kids, guy on your team, who's also a future Hall of Famer and a three-time MVP on your team, put him to good use. Mike, Trout, this is your team. Step up. Yep. and be the leader that this team needs. That's that's what I have to say about this.
0: Johnny, this last week, I had a former staff member who is a part of our organization still at the church that reached out, we were talking about something, and they said something in a text message that, that like stirred me up. They actually repeated something that they heard when they served on our team, hmm. and they said it to somebody else. It was kind of in essence of like, hmm, that's an unfamiliar interaction that I've had here's the interactions I've had. You should perhaps talk to that person. And it was very much what we've talked about. Like we publicly praise, we privately critique and Anthony Rendon is not doing that. And Anthony Rendon hasn't adopted the Mike Trout way forward. Anthony Rendon is actually the antithesis of that. Hmm. And if, if Trout is a good leader, then whether the people are close to him or maybe a few layers removed from him, They're going to adopt his culture, Mm. much to what I've experienced this week with that former staff member. They adopted our culture because it's Mm. healthy, because it's good. And with Rendon acting the way that he's acting, it is completely different than who Mike Trout is. And Mike Trout needs to take who he is and infuse it into this team, especially if this team rebuilds. I know the narrative is like, well, they can't because they don't want to waste Mike Trout. No, they should. They should rebuild, and they should start with Mike Trout being the leader of that because if you get Mike Trout, his heart, his soul, his energy, into the hearts and souls of these other players, these young guys, I think this team actually will look like the teams of the early 2000s. They'll be fired up, ready to go, wanting to win, loving the fans, supportive of the culture. I get it's an Artie Moreno thing, but if Artie's going to be there, then I think that you got to look to the people that can actually make change, and I think Mike Trout You're the guy, and it's time to make change.
1: Yes, infuse, Mike Trout. Infuse that locker room. All right, (laughs) the Angels are playing the Guardians again tonight at 638 Pacific Time. You can catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. Just search Angels. Coming up on Lockdown Angels, should the Halos go young? And if so, who are the young guys? Well, we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Today's show is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs is a
0: great clothing company that is all about your comfort. Whether you want pants or shorts, you're going to look good and feel good. Bird Dogs has stretch khaki shorts, for example. I put these on and my 43-year-old dad bod was so comfortable inside of these stretch khaki shorts, Johnny. In fact, we just got a delivery from Bird Dogs recently and I got shorts that I can wear out and I got shorts that I can wear In the pool and they're so comfortable and and so convenient and so i when i put them on i was able to go out and hang out i can actually work in the yard if i want to or i can go out to a restaurant have fun with friends and then the shorts that i put on to go swim in the pool were comfortable even when they were wet i didn't look like i had a 43 year old dad bod like i was comfortable inside of that and everybody was comfortable around me or at least that's what they told me. So check out birddogs.com slash locked on MLB to get yourself a pair of pants and shorts. That's birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. When you get there, you can enter our promo code locked on MLB and they'll give you a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. Again, birddogs.com slash locked on MLB or use our promo code locked on MLB for that free water bottle. You're not going to want to take your bird dogs off. They're that comfortable.
1: Thanks for making On Angels your first listen of the day. Locked Lockdown Everydayers, we're here so you don't have to watch the games. We're here for you. Don't forget that we're recapping the entire Guardian series on Monday. So we know a game happened last night, and you're probably here wondering, why aren't they talking about the game? Well, it's Fan Mail Friday, we got to get to your questions. Your questions are way more interesting than anything the Angels could be doing right now. <laughs> yes. The Angels are playing the Guardians again tonight, 6.38 Pacific Time. You can catch every pitch at the Angels' hometown broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. Just search Angels. Mike, we had some great questions about the offseason. And Charlie Hess on Twitter said, what do you think the Angels offseason will really transpire like? What's that going to look like Hmm. once the offseason comes, whether that's Artie and the team, Otani, moves that they make? What do you think, Mike? I think that what we saw this last
0: offseason is – Probably what we'll see again from Perry Manassian this next offseason. I was surprised by some of the trades, but I think the trades were actually really good. I was really surprised by some of his signings, but I think the signings were really good. The trade for Renfro, I actually really liked, even though he hasn't been wasn't great for us and hasn't actually been great for the Reds either. And I also like the Gio Urshela signing. I think that he was a great piece coming in. The Brandon Drury signing. And I wasn't mad about the Tyler Anderson signing. I know that he hasn't been who we hoped that he would be. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what we'll see this next offseason. If they plan on going for it again. And I don't think that they would be delusional if they go forward again, I think that they actually have a young core that could help them get some really good wins and move forward. But I also think that they could fill in some, some good pieces, Johnny, what I would expect from the off season is that the angels actually move in the direction of pitching because yeah. now it's a pitching issue. Last yeah. year, it was a depth issue and an offensive issue the year before it was a pitching issue. So Perry must be pulling his hair out because he's tried to really solve the issues and it, would when it when he decided to solve it with depth then a lot of injuries came in mm-hmm. and they didn't really fall off offensively if you look at the stats offensively, they're actually pretty good. I know there's the runners in scoring position issue, but now it's back to the pitching again. And yeah. I think what the Angels need is some pitching. So I would say that this off season isn't going to be a complete dismantling of this team. I think we'll see some trades. I think we'll see some signings. I think that we'll actually be pleasantly surprised and we'll anticipate and get excited about next season. Not because we have this false hope, but I think that we'll actually look at this team and go, man, I really like what he did here, and I really like what he did there.
1: You don't think uh, how does Otani figure into the mix here? Because I'm, I'm uncertain what the Angels do. I, I'm uncertain if they try to, to bring him back. There's a world where I think, I, well, you said it yesterday, Mike. Like, <laughs> the way you said it was funny because it was like the Angels don't need Otani, and that's not to say that the Angels don't need Otani. It's that this is a team not worthy of Otani yeah. right now. So, bro, go ahead and take care of yourself and get the surgery or whatever procedure you need. And I I kind of wonder if that goes into next year, Mike. I mean, mm. having Otani back on this team as a hitter is certainly going to make the Angels better. I just don't know if they're in a place where, again, they're worthy of Otani. Sure. I can't figure out another word to say it. So sure. I, I'm wondering what happens there. I wonder what happens with Artie Marino and selling the team. I know the word... Uh, from Mike D. Giovanna from LA Times was that three people have said he's not planning on selling. Yeah. The other part that I wonder about is, do we do we have to get, go and get more depth? And I think that kind of goes into the next question from Ramon. Why don't you read that one?
0: Yeah, he said, uh, looking at our free agents, Next, uh, this offseason, Moustakis and Urshela in particular, is there any possibility the Angels want to re-sign them for next season? He personally thinks that that it would be great and he would love to see them in an Angels uniform next year. Johnny, what do you think about Moose? And what do you think about Gio?
1: Yeah, you know, Gio was a big part of why the Angels had success and that was mostly because he was just putting runners, he was putting the ball in play and moving runners over and he wasn't hitting for a lot of power, which... Again, it's like, do, how many of these like contact guys do you need on a team versus power guys? And yeah. I, I feel like we have a good balance of both, and I think that we're getting more and more good contact guys. I think Geo, I, I would bring back. I think I would bring back Moustakis because he's been such an influential part of the team. Maybe he doesn't play every day. I mean, he's doing pretty good for playing every day right now, uh, yeah. but at the same time, he'll be another year older next season, and I just kind of wonder if he might be a, a significant like a, a, a bench piece. Uh, but at least having his presence around the locker room is good. That also kind of goes back to our conversation about Mike Trout. Like, does, does Mike Trout needs to be in charge? Yeah. And I know that there's veterans and Mustakas is respected. I, I, I wonder if Mike would just be like, oh, Moose got it. He's got it. I don't sure. need anything. I don't I don't want to see that. But again, I, I think that uh that both of those guys would serve the Angels well next season. I feel like there's unfinished business with Urshela because he got hurt and it was yeah. such a bummer. Yeah. when he went down. How about this one, Mike? Ian Burns on Twitter. Ian Burns on Twitter. <laughs> hey, guys, I've been thinking a lot about this one lately. What if the Angels can get Garrett Cooper, hmm. have him platoon at first with Sean Uell. Uh Mike, tell us about Garrett Cooper. He's interesting. I think yeah. an interesting uh Projection there. What do you think? Yeah, he's a free agent in, in 2024.
0: Uh, his OPS this season was 97. So 100 is an average OPS for players. OPS uh, plus. A, OPS, OPS, OPS plus. plus. Yeah, sorry. OPS plus. <laughs> uh, that That's so necessary. That plus is necessary, right? Yep. OPS plus was 97 this year. 95 with the Marlins. Uh, he's 109, Johnny, after his trade to the Padres. Yeah. If he, pl- if he platooned with Sean O'Well, I... I think it might be a good move depending on how Sean O'Well does against lefties. He's actually sure. been hitting everybody and getting on base, right? Yeah. Um here, here's here's the uh batting average against lefties and this is for Garrett Cooper and and Cooper is hitting 333, that's his average, 375 on base, a 489 slugging and an 864 OPS. He's a bit older has a bit of a veteran presence that might yeah. might bring he might bring this to bring to the Angels. Uh and I think in a platoon situation, he actually I think would really be a nice hand-to-glove fit if they don't want Sean Ouell hitting against lefties. What, what do you think, Johnny?
1: Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you need to see how Sean Ouell does against lefties and have a bigger sample size before you decide, oh, we gotta we gotta platoon this guy. But look, Garrett Cooper off the bench or Garrett Cooper only in against lefties I imagine that's why he's done so well with the Padres since moving over I I I don't think it's a bad idea um again I think he's a little bit older so it might not be a very long-term contract but yeah if if that's a possibility in 2024 I think that the Angels could really go for it
0: Today's show is brought to you by FanDuel and you can get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel. They're America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers like you can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus... All customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Didn't realize that they're on YouTube now, so that's kind of convenient, kind of cool. Now's the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from the point spread to the player props and more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on, and you can kick off the NFL season with an offer that you don't want to miss. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL.
1: Mike, getting into our last three questions for Fan Mail Friday. This next one comes from Jimmy on Twitter. He said, hey, more of a statement, but the Halos should go completely young next year. Ohapi, Sean Ouell, Neto, Renhifo, Moniac, Adele. They should all be starting. Maybe Kyron Paris and Jordan Adams off the bench. Lean on Trout, Ward, and Drury. Young starters, too. And then he listed uh, if the rotation is Canning, Detmer, Silseth, Sandoval, Sam Bachman. And my one caveat Hmm. to going young, first of all, I think, yes, 100% let those young guys play because we have just been through it over and over and over again. Like, Let these guys go out there and do their thing. That's my opinion on the matter. The one benefit, Mike, I think that the Angels have is that free agency this offseason is actually pretty decent in terms of starting pitchers and bullpen arms. There's Blake Snell, Aaron Nola, Kershaw—he's probably going back to the Dodgers. Yeah. Sonny Gray is out there. Jordan Montgomery. Then in terms of of relievers, Josh Hader, Will Smith, Ryan Stanek, Matt Moore, of course, who's with the Guardians. We—I would love to have him back next season. So, I think I think we can agree that going young with this team is is a good move because what do they have to lose at this point? Like we're not doing the whole, we got to get Trout and Otani to the playoffs anymore. And this is me assuming that they don't get Otani back. Right. Um, But again, worthiness is this team worthy and and needing Otani back. Uh, So if they're not in that position, we're like, Oh, we really got to push. We got to get to the playoffs. Come let these young guys play and, and and go out and get some starting arms because our starting arms took a step back this season. Let's be honest, a huge step back compared to where they were. At the end of last year, a hugely disappointing season in terms of the starting rotation. I think that you have the chance to go out there and get some arms. What do you say?
0: Yeah, Jimmy says go young. I think it'd be great to go young, but I also think that it would be great to get a couple of arms. Again, that's that's been the issue, right? Uh, Aaron Nola is really intriguing, and I also like Sonny Sonny Gray. I think that both of those guys are intriguing. Blake Snell's always intriguing, but he is a lefty, and I think we're really left-handed strong. I think he's going
1: to be the number one starter going in free agency too, so people are going to chomp at the bit to sign him for sure. Yeah,
0: the reason why I like Sonny Gray and Aaron Nola is, I think that they actually bring some consistency and they're, they're, they're proven winners, right? Uh, There was a locked on every day that commented on our show a few days ago who said that they had a friend who was uh, connected to Billy Epler. And when Billy Epler was still the GM, he was flying out to meet with Zach Wheeler. And then he said that his friend told him that already demanded that, that Epler come back and actually have a conversation with Anthony Rendon. Now, believe it if you want or not, but doesn't it just sound like Artie Moreno, right? And I looked at Oh, I, I believe it. <laughs> and then I looked at Zach Wheeler's numbers and I was like, dear God, why didn't we sign that guy? Yep. You guys having a phenomenal year. Which is why again I go back to Aaron Nola and I also love Sonny Gray. I think that they could be two really great additions to this team. And having this these young hitters in that lineup, I think we could potentially see a team that goes out there and, and fights. I, I think that we're gonna be still a. a maybe third wildcard team. I don't think that will actually be any better uh, because of those moves. I think that we're going to have to develop these guys and see what they do. But maybe they have breakout years, a full season with Logan Ohoppy and Zach neto That'd be fantastic. And even a full season with Mickey Moniak, I think would be really fun to see.
1: I don't care if they get the third wildcard spot or not. I just want to, like... Let's see what we have. Let these young guys play, and let's yeah. move forward with those guys. Good baseball. He, we want to watch good baseball. <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, Jeffrey Leppelman on Twitter, he said, "Do the Angels have a third baseman in the minors? Instead of DFAing Rendon, maybe they could trade him, and the Angels can take most of the contract. Mike, there's two guys that are officially listed uh, as, as third base, and one of those is Felix Morabell. Now, mm-hmm. he's only 17, Uh, Actually, no, he's actually listed as a shortstop. He's only 17, but he had a great season in the Dominican Summer League. He was number 50 on the International Free Agent Pipeline when the Angels signed him. He's the kind of guy who plays the infield, but he's a shortstop in the sense that, like, most guys who are listed as shortstop usually end up being at third or being at second. They don't stick at shortstop. When it comes to Morabell, he probably sticks at shortstop. He's that good, but... Because they have Zach Neto, maybe that could translate over to third base. The problem is he's 17. He's a few years away. He needs more time. Warner Blakely is one who is listed as a third baseman, the only one in the top 30 Angels prospects listed as a third baseman. Scouts are actually kind of thinking that he might do better in the outfield. His overall Hmm. scouting grade, remember on that 20 to 80 scale, he's at a 40. His arm and run potential are at 50, and he's got a hit tool of 45 and power of 45. Doesn't sound like your prototypical third baseman, but they do say he has strong arm and decent footwork, but he has a tendency to let the game speed up on him. He struggled in high A this season after having a strong 2022 and then Inland Empire with the 66ers, but this year in high A, Tri-City, he hit 218, 321 on base, 655 OPS, five home runs, 28 RBIs, and 22 steals from hmm. Werner Blakely. So I just don't know that the Angels have their solution there. That's probably why a Moustakis or an Urshela coming back next season would be a good move. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, next question, Johnny, uh, off of Twitter it's from Davian. He said, any young players we should trade for that you think could be on the block next season? We're talking about all these young guys that are on the Angels. Johnny, are there other young guys that we should look for and try to trade for. Hey, maybe we can fool somebody and say, you
1: take this veteran guy, Anthony (laughs) Rendon, and he'll actually be great for your team. What do you think? (laughs) I, My opinion, Mike, I think the Angels just already have a lot of youth on their side as it stands. And like we've been talking about this whole segment, just let those guys play. I, I get that they might not go anywhere. I get that they might struggle. I get they might not get into the playoffs but at least see what you have at this point and let them get some major league experience. Yeah. Let Mike Trout be the leader. Look, if, if if the opportunity comes up where they can find somebody at third base and, and trade for them, maybe they don't have a spot on their roster uh, moving up from like double or triple A on that other team. But the thing is, the best possible third base prospects out there, they all kind of seem to figure into their team's plans whether they stick at third or not. I was looking at the top prospects for third baseman. And it's like, well, this guy, he might stick at third or he could be a left fielder or he could, you know, move to first base or da-da-da. So even if there is somebody blocking them at third, it seems like these teams are going to want them around to try to put them in the outfield or somewhere else on the infield. That is all that to say, I just don't see anybody out there at the moment that the Angels would go for uh, to trade for and bring back. I could be wrong. I mean, there's thousands of players out there. At the same time, I think we have who we have. And and if they just put, instead of, <laughs> instead of working the other way around, we get a bunch of veterans like they did this year, and then they're like, oh, you know what? We need a young guy here and a young guy there. Do it the other way around. Yeah. Put the young guys out there and then say, you know what? We need a veteran here and we need a veteran there. Let, let's just go with that because I would much rather watch that version of the team than a team trying and failing to get to the playoffs next season
0: yeah I want to see a bunch of young guys try real hard and if they don't get there that's great but they're a bunch of young guys with a lot of hope and a lot of potential right not a bunch of old guys where you're like man I don't even know who's going to be on this team right. next season right exactly hey thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day the Angels play the Guardians at 638 Pacific Time and you can catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app just search Angels <laughs>
1: Hey, thanks for all your questions today. For Fan Mail Friday, you can give us a follow at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Mike, what do we have on deck for Monday's show?
0: Can the Halos get a win <laughs> and actually win a series? Uh, split the series. How about that? How, how about, about, one, win? How about <laughs> one win? How about one how win? About, how about that? We're going to talk about all four of the games against the Guardians on Monday. We're going to watch so you don't have to. So
1: come and join us on Monday on Lockdown Angels. All right, friends. I hope you have a great weekend and we'll see you back here on Monday. Until then, my name is John and that's my brother, Mike. Mike and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here have yourselves a great weekend and we'll see you back here on Monday.